I'm here today to talk to you about the hope that you can find in the person of Jesus Christ, about the freedom that you can find in the person of Jesus Christ, and how you can find everything you need in Jesus, and your life will be satisfied in him. And that's all I want to share with you today. And just to reference a scripture in the gospel of John, now we know that there's Four books in the Bible that fall under the gospel titles. You got Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And I'm going to be speaking to you. I got a scripture from the gospel of John. It's in John chapter 10. It says this in verse 10. Don't go there. Just listen. It says the thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. I'll stop right there real quick. The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, everybody here and everybody watching online, I just want you to know that we have an enemy. This enemy is after our soul, and his main purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy everything that God has given us. Y'all know that, right? But plain and simple, if you know me, you know that I like, I like sports and I'm into sports. And every pro professional team or any recreational team has a coach and a coaching staff, right? And what that coaching staff does, one of the incredible things that they do is that they study their enemy's tapes. Not enemy, but their opposing team, whoever they're facing. They study their tape. They look at their past games. They look at what they're good at what they can do, what they can't do. And one specific thing that they look for is for their opposing team's weaknesses, right? So he watches them, the coaching staff, they watch the tape. They look for any areas in that team where, where they're just weak, where there's a gap in their defense or something, where there's a vulnerable area. And the enemy does the same thing. He looks for vulnerable areas in our lives and he fills it with lies. This is a truth. He fills those vulnerable areas with lies. He'll lie to you. He'll be like, man, God ain't real. Them people crazy. God ain't real, man. He'll whisper in you, man, life ain't worth it, man. Just, just go ahead and take your life. Or he may be lying to you saying, man, I know, I know God said this, but who cares? That's old, man. People don't live like that no more. But that's a lie from the pit of hell. And I'm simply here to tell you that Jesus defeated this enemy that we have, this enemy that he has by dying on a cross. You see, 2,000 years ago, God became Man, you get on social media, you read the news, you see a bunch of people trying to be God, but God became man. And 2,000 years ago, he lived a perfect, sinless life. He went around doing miracles. He went around causing the blind to see, causing the dead to literally come back to life. And he went around just doing good things.
He went around doing what his father wanted him to do. He did everything that was required of him from the law. And at the end of his life, he was betrayed by somebody who was real close to him. We know him as Judas. He betrayed Jesus into the hands of the religious folks and they arrested him. And when they arrested him, they, they smacked him and they punched him and they mocked him. They spit on him. They embarrassed him. And you know, this is, this is God we're talking about, right? He humbled himself to the point to go through all of that for you, for me. They stripped him naked. They flogged him. And then they handed him over to be crucified on the Pontius Pilate. And then they gave him an old, wooded, rugged cross. And they made him carry it up a hill called Golgotha. And when he got to that hill, the soldiers took the cross from him. They nailed his feet to the cross. They nailed his hands to the cross. And he's hanging there, losing his life. Now I remind you, this is God we're talking about. You know, at any point he could have came down from that cross and just slayed everybody. But he didn't. Why? You know, if I'm thinking, if I'm God and I want to save the world, I'll come down as a, as a 30-foot angel, brolic, swords, and an army of angels, a billion angels ready to slay the enemy. But he didn't do that. He became man and suffered all those things. And he's on this cross and he said many things, but he said, Father, forgive them? What? This is serious. What? Forgive them? Forgive them? And then he dies. And just imagine three days later. Imagine it's three, day, three days later. It's early in the morning. Imagine you living in that time and you up early, sipping some tea, whatever you do, and the ground starts to shake. And you think in your head, this ain't happened since Jesus died. Why is the ground shaking? But the ground begins to shake. It's an earthquake. And Jesus' tomb just rolls away. You gotta be thinking, what is going on? But Jesus rises from the dead. And he rises from the dead with the keys of death. With the keys of death. <laughs> Defeated. Defeated death. Defeated sin. Defeated our enemy. All for what? For you. Fulfilling what God the Father wanted him to do. But it was for you. So that you may have an opportunity. Not tomorrow. 
not when you get things right, but today. That if you believe in what Jesus Christ did for you 2,000 years ago on the cross, eternal life can be yours. John 10.10, the second part of that verse says, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus wants to give you life today. It doesn't matter what you've been through, where you find yourself today. Jesus wants to give you life. He was unjustly dealt with so that you may be justified. He suffered so that you wouldn't have to pay that price. All you got to do is believe in faith. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Jesus gave his life so that you may have life. You don't have to go through what you go through by yourself. And I'm not here offering you something where you you come to Jesus and you got to do X, Y, Z. No, this is an invitation to do life with God and so that you can be covered by the blood of Jesus. This is supernatural. This is a supernatural thing I'm talking about here. You can't buy these things that I'm telling you. You can't do certain things to attain this. There's not an amount, there's not an amount of times you can come to church to, to get this. All you got to do is believe. Just believe. It's the simple message. Believe in what Jesus Christ has done for you and you will have eternal Life, the most famous verse in the Bible, y'all know what it is, John 3.16, some people don't know that though, John 3.16, it says, for God, God, the creator of the universe, who put breath in our lungs, God, do something with me real quick. When I count to three, I want you to inhale breath in your nose and let it out in your mouth, okay? When I count to three, one, two, three. God gave you that breath. He gave you that breath. That very breath that you just took, he gives it to us. And the same breath that he gives us, we, what are we doing with it? God so loved the world, not so hated, not maybe when he feels like it, not maybe when we do the right things, but God so loved the world that out of his love, he gave his only begotten son. That whoever, black, white, rich, poor, Asian, African, wherever you're from, whoever, whatever your situation is, whoever, it says whoever believes in him, whoever believes in me, that's what it says, you will not perish, but have everlasting life. It's, it's just simple. If you believe in what he did, heaven is your home. 
and you walk with him daily and you sit under the word and you spend time with him and you just do life with God. This is an invitation to do life with your savior. I know God is in this building. I know he's here right now. And this isn't something that we, we worked up with our emotions. He's, he's here. And I know he's speaking to some of you today. I know there are moms in here. I know there are dads in here. Grandmothers, grandfathers, brothers and sisters, sons and daughters. Who just haven't. You've been coming here, but you haven't went all the way with God. You like the choir because they sing nice songs, but that's it. This is an invitation from God to do life with him. And I know there's people in here too. It's your first time in here. And it's your first time hearing something like this. This is, this is God's message to you. He wants you to do life with him. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen to you. God gave himself for you. This is something we should be rejoicing about. This is something that we should think about. That God wrapped himself in flesh and gave his life for sinners. We got to take a step of faith. And we got to take that step of faith today, right now. And I know that God is speaking to somebody right now. I know that God is speaking to somebody. No more running. I said no more running. Go all the way with God. Now I'm going to lead you into prayer. And I want you to repeat after me. But don't just repeat after me. Mean what I'm praying for yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just I'm just leading you to him. Okay? And everybody repeat after me. Lord Jesus. We thank you for what you've done. Jesus, we thank you that you are alive. Jesus, we thank you that you lived the life that I couldn't live. And died the death that I deserved. But because you died, I can now live. So Jesus, I accept your sacrifice for myself. For myself. For myself. And I'm going all the way with you. God, from this moment on, there's no turning back. I'm going all the way with you. And what you have for me. God, protect me from the enemy. And help me to run to you. 
And God, I pray again from this moment on, my life will never be the same. Jesus, Son of God, thank you. Jesus, thank you. Jesus, thank you. Hallelujah.